listening to the Shut the Fork Up podcast with your host and your fat positive big sister, Destiny Murtaugh. Join us for your weekly dose of unhinged FaceTime energy with your bestie, where we talk about literally forking everything. Let's go, bitches. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Shut the Fork Up podcast. I am Destiny, your host, and your bitch is going through it. It has been a really rough couple of months. As you know, if you have been here on the pod or if you've been following me on Instagram or on TikTok, everything since March pretty much has been kind of fucked up. Not gonna lie to you. Had two things to talk about on the Bad Bitch Breakdown today, but honestly, I just kind of want to get into it today and we can touch on those things in the next episode. I had a totally different plan for what we were going to talk about today. I was going to talk about all my June favorites and the products and the books and the music and the podcasts and everything that I've just been loving in the month of June. But I sat down to record that today and I realized that that just wasn't the vibe. That wouldn't be authentic to just how I'm feeling right now. And I don't even know how I'm feeling. I'm just feeling a lot of big emotions and that's okay. I feel like I need to work through some things and I I know that I'm not alone in feeling just in a weird headspace lately and feeling like everything in my life is going to shit and that I don't have a purpose or that I don't know what that purpose is and I don't know how to reach for it. Like I I can feel that there's something brewing inside me, something that wants to do more with my life, you know, to make more of an impact or to create a product or to create a brand, to do something, to really put my name on something and own something and like be my own boss bitch, you know, but I don't know what that is and I don't know how to get there and I don't know if I'm ready to get there, to be honest with you. I'm just feeling a lot of emotions lately and I wanted to talk about it. Basically, this all kind of stems from the fact that I had a call with my coach, Erica Eileen, aka The Strategy Slut on Instagram, on TikTok. If you don't know Erica, let me just tell you this. You need her in your life. She's like a one in a million type of person. She is just so authentically and unapologetically her And she approaches business and life with such a unique perspective. I don't know. I I really love her. She's had to rebrand like five times because Instagram are dicks and they keep deleting her content because she is a like she's a sex coach. It's part of what she does. She's like biz bedroom and body confidence coach. And Instagram doesn't like that. So they keep deleting her every single time she comes back bigger and stronger And I'm just so appreciative to have her in my life, even if that's just as like someone that I follow on my Instagram feed, because she always makes me question things and makes me feel things and makes me consider things that I wouldn't have just considered on my own like this. So I was on my call with her and we were chatting and I started to break down in tears in the middle of our call. And I was mortified because if there's something that you need to know is that I'm a people pleaser. I don't like to feel like a burden. And you know, like unexpectedly starting to sob on a call. Like I was like, oh my God, like this is so awkward. It's gonna be so bad. But it wasn't (laughs) because Erica's not that kind of bitch. And she was like, there for that moment and help me work through it. And I I kept saying, like, I don't know why I'm crying. Like, I don't know why I feel so emotional all the time. Why I'm so fucking exhausted. Like, I will go to bed early and wake up late and I still feel bone soul tired. I just feel exhausting, like exhausted, like no amount 
of sleep or rest or eating my vegetables or whatever seems to be getting me out of this. And Erica looked at me, but she was kind of like, bitch, really? Like, you don't know why you're crying? I was like, no. (laughs) She was like, girl, think of everything that you've been through in the last couple of months. And the fact that it has only been a couple of months means that you haven't really had time to process anything. I have been in like a flight or fight state of mind since early March when I got pulled into the office and was told that I no longer had my job. And since that moment, I have been in fight or flight. I have been like, holy fuck, what am I going to do now? Like originally it was, where am I going? Because like, you know, if you've been here, like my job was obviously my income stream, but it was also my home. Like I lived where I worked. Like immediately I was thrown into a situation where I had no idea where to go. I didn't know how I was going to make money. I didn't know if I was going to be able to keep my cat. I just, I had no clue what to do or where to go. And the reality of the situation is, well, I am so privileged to be able to fall back on my parents and be able to move back into my bedroom that was still my bedroom, you know, like that they still had space for me, that they were still willing to take me. I know is a privilege in and of itself. And I am not, like, I'm not unaware of that fact. I'm not, not appreciative of everything that they have done for me and that, you know, I'm living at home. But (laughs) it, this whole situation kind of put me with my back against the wall between a rock and a hard place, like kind of having to settle for a situation that I promised myself I would never be in again, which was living at home. And it's not that my family are bad people. And it's not that I don't love my family because I do. We are just, we're very different people. Despite the fact that, you know, they raised me, we have very different morals. We believe very different things about people, about love, about what I believe is right and wrong. And, you know, what they believe as being very devout Christians and you know, people who are just raised by old white Christian people. (laughs) Like, they're just very set in their ways. And I, I mean, I was the first person in my family to go to university. And I feel like that experience really allowed me to learn so much more. There are certain mindsets that a lot of the people here have that I don't have anymore. Um, I've grown out of my faith. I obviously was raised Catholic baptized first communion won like the religion ward in high school like but I'm not that girl anymore I I can't be that girl I cannot reconcile who I am and my beliefs with the beliefs that my family and this community hold and that's not to say that everyone in my hometown has these beliefs right like you can't lump an entire community or an entire population of people with one subset but the predominant people around me, my family, my church in my hometown. I don't fit in with those vibes anymore. So living at home is a very challenging and somewhat toxic place for me to be. I feel like it's not really an environment conducive to growth or stepping out on my own or, you know, living my truth and feeling like the most authentic version of me because I feel like I can't really be me when I'm here. Like my parents, 
they they have an inkling of the fact that I do social media, but they have no idea the kinds of things that I post. Like they have no idea that I talk about body positivity and self-love and mental health and that I've shared like that I've shared pictures in like my bikini and in my underwear in lingerie the other day on TikTok, like those kind of things, they just, they would never understand it. And that sucks because I see some influencers, like I can think of like Spencer Barbosa comes to mind. Her and her mom are so close. Like she posts in lingerie all the time. Her mom goes to her lingerie shoots. And I wish that that was the type of relationship that I had with my mom and that my family understood social media that way and that they didn't have such strong beliefs about everything. (laughs) Even when I wear shorts and a crop top, there's comments made. And my family is still very much in a fat phobic mindset. Like they are still very much ingrained in diet culture. Like my dad is on fucking Ozempic right now, which mm, don't even get me started. And like every single conversation all of the time is about weight and, you know, like, oh, your dad has lost this amount of weight or da 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 or like making comments to my little siblings about their bodies. And it's not done in a malicious way. It's just that's the way that they've always talked. Like they have always talked negatively about their own bodies, about our bodies. It's just it's so ingrained. I don't think they even realize what they're saying. But I'm looking at my little sister who is sneaking food into her room and who is also throwing up that food. And she is 10. She's too fucking young to be already at war with herself and already catching her looking in the mirror at her stomach with tears in her eyes. Not that she even has a fucking stomach. It's just, it's, it's hard. It's been, it's been really hard (laughs) moving back home and being in this place where I feel like all of the things that I strongly believe in and that I am very passionate about, they're not. Like they do not understand social media at all. They don't understand why I'm in my room for hours at a time on my computer, answering emails and pitching myself to brands and creating TikToks and making content for my client and filming the podcast and editing and brainstorming and taking pictures and scrolling through Pinterest for inspiration. Like they just don't, they don't get it. They don't see it as a job. Wow, this just turned into a tangent about living at home. But like, that's kind of what this episode is, is it's okay to be feeling big emotions after big changes. It's okay to be feeling so lost and unsupported and like you don't know which way is up and which way is down. And it's okay to be in a situation that you are so grateful for, but also resent it and also wish with everything that you had, that you had the money and you had a plan in place and you had the ability to go move out and be on your own within a drop of a hat. I've just been feeling so many emotions (laughs) lately And like Erica said, part of the reason why I feel so exhausted all the time is because my body is still in fight or flight. Like I still feel like I can't rest. Like I haven't accomplished anything. Like I'm still in that room being told that my entire life was going up into smoke. Like I, I can still feel the panic sitting there and like trying to listen and trying to smile and like put on a good face and do it with grace. But inside being so fucking torn up, just feeling so helpless and so lost and having absolutely no clue where to go from there. And I still don't have a clue. I still don't like I, what is it? I lost my job in March and it's now almost July. 
March, April, May, June, July. So it's been like almost four months and I feel like I haven't made any progress. I haven't gotten a paid brand deal. I still have my same client that I've had from January. Like I haven't added anyone to my roster. I launched the podcast, which is amazing. And I think it's been such a good creative and emotional outlet for me and just like a way to build a community and just feel like I'm actually doing something with my life. But on the same time, like, I don't know. I just feel so fucking lost. I have no idea what I'm doing or what I'm supposed to be doing. And that is terrifying. Absolutely terrifying to be 28, so close to 30 and having no idea what I want to do with my life. I don't know what my life's going to be like at 30. Am I going to have it figured out by then? Like, will I have a career? Will I have started something? Will Will my name be on something? I don't know. I hope so. I hope that I can figure my shit out and figure out what I really want to do with my life. But until then, we all just need a reminder, several reminders, really. First of all, I want you all to take a deep breath with me. Okay, one, two, breathe in. And breathe out. I was just feeling so much tension (laughs) from just saying all of that and just getting all of that out. And I'm sorry, I know this is a very rambly podcast episode and that there's no real direction and that I'm just kind of ranting at you, but I think I need that. And I just need to kind of be shouting into the void, but knowing that there's people listening and knowing that like even just one of you might relate to this and that would make it worth it, you know? Like my friend Tess always says, if you post a video and, you know, it gets three views, that might feel like a failure to you. But if your goal behind that video was to reach one person, to just change one person's mindset about whatever you were talking about, and one of those three people have left that video with that changed mindset, then that was successful. Our definition of success is so broad that sometimes we really just need to narrow it down. And for me right now, like if even one of you are listening to this and nodding your head or like also feeling frustrated with your life or just feeling seen, then this episode was worth it. (laughs) So I have this mug and ironically, I bought it the day before I lost my job, which is funny only when you know that this mug is called my mental breakdown cup. And that's not just me saying that because I had a mental breakdown with it like every single day for four weeks after I lost my job. No, no. It's written on the cup that this is my mental breakdown cup, which is just so funny. And it's so fitting. Like I said, that I got it the day before I lost my job on that mug. There's a couple like written affirmations and things. And then I had some that I wanted to add in. And kind of my whole idea for this episode is, you know, you probably need to hear one or multiple or all of these things that I'm about to say to you. So this is kind of like a, I don't know, It's like I'm your therapist and I'm sitting with you in your car and we're just chatting and I'm giving you like all of these great little affirmations and reminders and just things that you maybe need to hear today. And I have a quite long list, so we're just going to run through it. It's okay to want to do nothing. When I first moved home, I was not okay with that statement. I was like, go, 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 go on Indeed every single day trying to find a job and figuring out the podcast and running away to Jamaica and doing work for my client. And I was like on my fucking hustle posting on TikTok like two times a day. I had to remind myself like, it's okay to want to do nothing for a day. Like if you are go, go, go 
all the time, whether you are a, you know, if you're self-employed, an entrepreneur, a content creator, a corporate girly working a nine to five, it's okay to want to do nothing some days. Like life is hard. Life is hard. Mental health is hard. Having a job is hard. Like it's okay if you have a day off and you just want to sit on your couch and turn on Netflix and do nothing or read smut in your bed and do nothing. It's okay to not want more in your life. I think especially with hustle culture and just like this drive to always be the best or always to be at the top or always to make the most money. I don't think we say enough. It's okay to be okay with where you're at. It's okay to not want more. You don't want to move up any further on the ladder. You don't want to be like the big CEO. You don't want to own your own business. You don't want to be a content creator. You don't want to do X, Y, Z. That's also okay. It's okay to not want more. And that doesn't mean that you're settling. It just means that you know that you are at a place that fulfills you and that sustains you and offers you what you personally want in life. And again, it's also okay to want to do nothing. (laughs) It's okay to have those days where you just veg out and you do nothing. (laughs) Okay, I'm back. My friend Hallie just FaceTimed me. I had to get the tea. I apologize. It's okay to want to do nothing. It's okay to not have ambition. It's okay to, you know, just just work a job. Like a job is a fucking job. We all need to put our egos and our prides to the side and realize that certain jobs aren't superior over others. Like whether you work in fast food, if you work in retail, if you work in corporate, if you're an entrepreneur, a content creator, like a job is a fucking job. And we all just need to get over ourselves and get over our egos and get over our pride. And I'm saying that with so much passion because I currently am in that state of you know, I lost my job in March. I've been kind of like pitter-pattering for the past couple of months and my savings have just been dwindling as I'm paying rent at my parents' house and my phone bill and my OSAP and stuff. And I've gotten to a place where I'm like, I just need a job. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's in my field, if I'm overqualified, underqualified, you know, if it's minimum wage or a salary like I was, I just need a fucking job. A job is a job. I'm so thankful that I can now say that I am employed. I mean, I guess not technically because I haven't signed a contract or anything, but like I have a verbal agreement. I've been verbally hired. It's it's a minimum wage job. It's a starter job. It's It's a job that my friends were working in high school. And initially, that was kind of hard for me to like reconcile the fact that I'm almost 30 and I just got out of like a career, like a salary paying job. And to go to something that's minimum wage felt so weird to me. And it really fucked with my head a little bit. But then I had to think like, Destiny, like, fuck off with your ego. Fuck off with your pride. Like, you're not any better than anybody else because you had a salary job versus a minimum wage job or like an hourly job. Just fucking put your ego and your pride to the side and recognize that a job is a job. And that's what I'm doing. Like a job is a fucking job and I'm now employed. Yay! (laughs) And I just, I think we all need to let go of our egos a little bit. I also want to say that it's okay to have a hard day. Like it is okay to have hard days. We put so much pressure on ourselves and society puts so much pressure on us and our families and it's okay to have a hard day or to have a bad day and just to feel like shit regardless of if you have so much good going in your life like it doesn't mean that you're not grateful for that it's okay to just have a bad day a hard day a sad day 
And you don't have to justify that to anyone. You don't have to explain yourself. Feeling emotions is part of the human experience. I think, again, as a society, we have our own perceptions about people who are too emotional or who don't show enough emotion. And, you know, boys shouldn't show these emotions and girls do this and da 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 da. Emotion in general is a human experience. Like we are naturally predispositioned to show emotion, to feel emotion, like to feel happy or sad or proud or angry or jealous. That's just part of our experience. Like what fun would life be if there wasn't emotion? Like, yeah, obviously we don't want to feel sad and we don't want to feel despondent and we don't want to feel awful, but we can also feel joy and elation and love. And just every emotion is part of the human experience. Like there's going to be highs, there's going to be lows, there's going to be stuff in between. And it's okay to feel emotion, but even more important than that, I think it's okay to show your emotion. As women, we're told to dull down our emotions a little bit because otherwise we're too emotional, we're too sensitive, and that's just bullshit. And then as men, you're also told not to show emotion because it somehow doesn't make you manly. It doesn't make you a man to cry. And all of that, again, it's just such fucking bullshit. Like, it is okay to feel emotion. It's literally what we were made to do as humans. It's natural. It's a great way for you to express yourself. And we all just need to fuck off with these fucking stereotypes and these molds that we want people to fit into. Just fuck off. Men can be emotional. Women can be emotional. Women can be cold and standoffish just like men can. But it's okay to feel negative emotions. We can't all be happy-go-lucky all the time. It's not realistic. Like even the happiest people that you know have moments of jealousy or moments of ego or moments of hatred. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with feeling negative emotions. I feel negative emotions all the time. I am a crybaby. I cry at everything. I'm sensitive. I'm emotional. And I feel a lot of negative emotions. Like I get jealous. I get angry. And that's okay. You don't have to power through it. This could really pertain to anything. It could pertain to like a career, you know, where maybe you're on the bottom rung of a corporate ladder. People are telling you like, you know, it'll it'll get better. Like you just have to power through the next couple of years, do the hard work, da 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 da, and then you'll be where you want to be in a couple of years. You don't have to do that if that's not your trajectory. That's not something that you want to do. If you're not feeling satisfied and fulfilled, you don't have to power through. You can say no. You can be like, "Mm, you know what? I don't want to power through. I want to go to something where I'm feeling that fulfillment now, where I don't have to work my ass off for minimum pay for the next X amount of years to reach some threshold that I think that I need. You don't have to power through a relationship. If, if things are getting rocky, you know, your friends or your family are just saying, you know what, like power through it, power through it. Like, you know, you're going through a rough patch right now, you know, X, Y, Z argument or disagreement or lifestyle change, whatever, just power through it. If that relationship isn't bringing you joy anymore, if it's not bringing you stability, if it's not leading you where you want your life to go, if it's giving you the ick, you don't have to stay with that person. I think sometimes we get caught up in a relationship, especially a new relationship, you know, when you're still kind of in that honeymoon stage, you're willing to look past the red flags or the icks or the things that aren't working for you anymore simply for the sake of the relationship and to keep things going. I think that's a really natural thing, actually, for you to hold on to something even after, you know, it's run its course or maybe it's not what you thought it would be anymore. But it's okay to not power through it. It's okay to let go and to move on. I trust that what I'm going through right now 
has to serve some bigger purpose. Like I lost my job for a reason because something is going to come out of it. It's going to lead me to be in an even better place. You know, whether that is giving me the time to work on social media and being in a position where, you know, I don't have to censor myself because I work in education. You know, whatever it might be, like, I have to trust that everything that I'm going through is for a reason. And I'm really holding on to that idea because I think it's just so important. Like, obviously, some people have faith to hold on to, you know, like, God has his plan for you or whatever. I am not a religious person anymore. So I don't think that God has like some amazing plan for me and that everything in my life is happening for his purpose. But I do trust that like there's a reason why things are happening, whether that's God for some of you, whether that's the universe, whether that's just life in general or karma or whatever it might be like, there's a reason that I am where I am right now. I don't need to compare myself to others. Girl, we are all out here playing the comparison game. I think it's just in our nature to compare and to see where other people are at and feel like, you know, we should be at that same level too. I am really bad at the comparison game. I always, always have been. But we don't need to compare ourselves to other people. Like we are all on our own journey, our own path. There is so much going on behind the scenes that you don't know about. Like you, you can't compare yourself to someone else because you're not them. Your story is completely different. Like you have your own unique perspective, your own challenges, your own things that you've gone through that are going to make you unique. So why would you want to compare yourself? I mean, I know why you would. We all do it. But you don't need to compare yourself to people and you shouldn't compare yourself to people because it's just going to leave you feeling worse about yourself. (laughs) This next one is so fitting. You are allowed to break down. And I say that because I literally feel like I'm on the cusp of an emotional breakdown right now. Like I have just been feeling so emotional through this entire podcast. I don't even know if it makes sense. I feel like I've been all over the place and I'm really questioning like, whether or not I'm actually adding any value to you right now. But it's okay to break down. Like as humans, we experience and we feel so many emotions and we feel them so deeply. I feel like it's kind of inevitable that you're gonna have a breakdown at some point. Like there's gonna be so much going on in your life that everything is just gonna come to a head and you just, you have to let it out somehow it's okay to have a breakdown. I think breakdowns in general are just, they have such a negative connotation to them. I think they're natural. Like it's okay to let it all out and to sob uncontrollably and to just feel totally lost and angry and upset and confused. I find that after a breakdown is usually when I find my inspiration. Like something comes out of that. Again, going back to the idea of like trusting what you're going through, like you are going through that breakdown for a reason because maybe your body needed that outlet. Like it had to purge, physically purge itself of some of those emotions that you were keeping bottled up or things were gonna get very shitty for you very fast. It's okay 
to let it all out and to feel all the things and to have that screaming and crying breakdown in your car or in your bed or on your best friend's floor in their apartment. But I'm giving you permission right now. Like if you feel like you're on the edge and like you just need to let everything out and just scream into the middle of a field, fucking all the power to you, go do it. But at the end of the day, like breakdowns are coming. They're stemming from something like you're not just breaking down for the sake of breaking down. Like you might feel like that in the moment, like I did with Erica when I was crying. I was like, I don't even know why I'm crying. But there's a reason. And if you think about it, you're going to know the reason. Like, what am I feeling right now? Why am I feeling that? So have the breakdown, but then give yourself some time after to work through it. Like, what emotions were you feeling? Why were you feeling those things? What was going on in your life that made everything feel so impossible and like you just needed to break in order to start to heal again. Once you can answer those questions and put names to those feelings and those emotions and maybe put like reasons behind why you're feeling those, that's going to help you feel more tethered and more put together and more able to take on whatever it was that was feeling so overwhelming to you in the moment. It's okay if you don't have all the answers because I certainly do not have all the answers. Again, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing and that is okay. Like there is so much life left to be lived. There are so many experiences that you haven't had yet, so many moments you haven't had, so many people that you haven't met. It's okay if you don't have all the answers. You're probably never gonna have all the answers. Life is like this big, messy, massive thing and you're never gonna know everything. Like I just, it's just not possible. You're never gonna have all the answers. Okay, that is the end of this episode. And I'm sorry because I I don't even know if it was good. I'm at this point where I'm like, do I even put this up? But I really don't want to not post an episode tomorrow. <sighs> I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry that this isn't like, super cheerful and I don't know if it was even helpful because I just feel so discombobulated. Like I feel like my thoughts aren't even making sense. I feel like I can barely talk because my mind is just going a mile a minute and I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I think like I said at the beginning of this episode, I am just feeling a lot of really big emotions and I've been in this state of fight or flight for a very long time now and it's catching up to me and I'm just feeling lost and emotional and unsure of myself and unsure of where I'm going, but that's okay because we're going to work through those things and we're going to remind ourselves that it's okay to have bad days. It's okay to not have everything all figured out. It's okay to not have all the answers. It's okay to be feeling those big emotions. It's okay to have breakdowns and have low energy days and have bad days. It's okay to have anxiety. It's okay to not power through things and to just sit with your feelings. It's okay. So if you're in a similar situation to me, Maybe you just lost your job. Maybe you are living in a toxic household. Maybe you're just feeling really lost and like you don't know what you want to do. We're going to get through this together. And I think that's why I'm going to end up putting out this episode, even though it's all over the place and I don't know if it makes sense and it might be really rambly. I'm going to put it out because I think it's probably the most real thing that I've put out on the podcast so far. Like it wasn't scripted. It wasn't planned. This was strictly vibes. (laughs) Working through my shit and just talking through things and giving you some reminders and stuff that you probably need to hear right now because I know that I needed to hear them right now. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did find it helpful, if even one thing resonated with you or made you feel better, please message me. 
or like tag you listening in your stories because I think I need the reminder that this podcast has value and that it's reaching people and that it has a positive impact. I would love if you would write a written review on Apple Podcasts because those truly do mean a lot in the podcast world. I will see you in next week's episode and we're going to be in July at that time, which is fucking insane. Just remember that you are a bad bitch and you're going to get through this and I'm going to be right here with you every single Thursday for our unhinged FaceTime energy with your bestie and we're just going to work through our shit and our trauma and just have a grand old time. I love you guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Shut the Fork Up podcast with your favorite host, Destiny Murtaugh. Don't forget to rate and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And to follow your host on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at It's Your Dust. Do not forget to be a bad bitch. And we'll see you again on Thursday. Bye.